We interrupt our regularly scheduled episodes to bring you this special Christmas series, The Ultimate Birth. Our current message series will continue in a few weeks. Coming up, I want to tell you that Jesus Christ has come to the earth for the very reason to help you in whatever uh, has caused you hurt, pain, or sorrow. Christ came just for you to deal with that. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quenched Life Christian Fellowship. Make no mistake, the first advent of Jesus Christ was the most significant birth in human history. It was certainly the ultimate birth, and with it came other ultimate factors. Join us for the message series where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn delve deeper into some of these factors that we would do well to consider every year at Christmas time. Here's the third message in the series, Jesus Christ brought ultimate joy. Uh, we've been in the series, the ultimate birth. And we've talked about how the birth of Jesus Christ brought ultimate hope. We've Same. talked about how it brought ultimate peace. Mm-hmm. And today's subtopic is Jesus Christ brought ultimate joy. Yeah. Brought ultimate joy. So we need to ask the question, what is the meaning of joy? Write that down. What is the meaning of joy? Mm-hmm. The Anchor Yale Bible Dictionary says this, joy, um, the experience of deliverance and the anticipation of salvation provide the most significant occasions for rejoicing among the people of God in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Y'all get that? The experience of being delivered, And the anticipation of salvation just brought great rejoicing in the Old Testament amongst God's people. And then it goes on to say, the coming of the Messiah, mm-hmm. the, the anointed one, the promised one, yeah. who delivers his people and brings salvation becomes the basis for rejoicing in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so we see this idea of salvation as a definite reason. Yeah. A definite occasion, a definite purpose for us to rejoice. Mm-hmm. And rejoice. If, if, if getting saved doesn't make you rejoice, I don't know what can. Mm, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> You, we were, we were perishing, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Dying mm-hmm. with no hope of of life or salvation or eternity, mm-hmm. and then Christ comes mm-hmm. and says, "I'm bringing salvation to you this day, this, this day. day." Yeah. Ah, uh, it ought to make us say hallelujah, make us mm-hmm. rejoice. Mm-hmm. Give right. God the highest praise and ought to put a smile on our face, right. a, 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 a joy in down in our soul and our spirit. Mm-hmm. Make us want to jump, scream, yeah. Yeah. clap, 
whatever. We went from eternal uh, hell. Yes. <laughs> suffering. Yeah. We went from that to eternal, you know, sal to salvation, to eternal life. That's right. To joy, goodness. That's right. Yeah. That's a big that's deal. A, that's a big swing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from one end to the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> The uh, Baker Encyclopedia of the Bible says this about the meaning of joy. It says positive human condition that can be either feeling or action. The Bible uses joy in both senses. It says joy is a feeling called forth by well-being, success, or good fortune a person automatically experiences it because of certain favorable circumstances. So you see here, it's saying it's, it's like automatic. It's an automatic feeling. And when you think about it, you, we know that that is true. When something, uh, we see something, hear something, feel something, taste something, whatever it is, mm -hmm. it, and it, and it bring gives us joy or even, you know, or we may even call it happiness. Mm -hmm. Our reaction is immediate. Yeah. Not only is it immediate in terms of uh, the way we animate and respond physically, mm -hmm. but science says something happens within our our nervous system, yeah. our our you know within our brain. Mm -hmm. right. Certain areas of our brain starts to light up right. and and, and right. fire up, right. starts to release 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 mm -hmm. endorphins and different things into our body, so it becomes biological, mm -hmm. yeah. right? When joy comes, yeah. And so it's it's a big deal. It's a it's a feeling. That's the feeling side of it, mm -hmm. and it happens instantly, and we don't have to make it happen. Yeah, it's automatic as soon as you you think about it when you 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 know a wife sent uh a uh i think it was you or somebody else in the family sent mm -hmm. a uh a uh social media video and it was heading was how 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 folks respond when they taste something good Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, and it's figured this one was talking about how black people get when they <laughs> when they taste something good, you know, and then they had them everybody doing these doing these different responses, yeah. but all of them were expressions of joy. Exactly. Yeah. They were all expressions yeah. of joy. Mm -hmm. Some folks just started dancing, other folks yeah. threw their hands up, and, and some folks just ran, you know. Yeah. yeah. And but, even, even little babies, I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, giving them something in the bottle. Yeah. And they like that. They're like, and they don't want you to take it away. Yeah. 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 Even babies experience that. It's it's an automatic. It's an automatic yeah. feeling. Mm -hmm. But as the Baker Encyclopedia says it here, it's not just uh a feeling, it's also mm -hmm. an action. So mm -hmm. it goes on to say, well, I let me finish reading. Um it, it, success, it says a person automatically experiences it because of certain favorable circumstances. It cannot be commanded. Mm -hmm. There's a joy that scripture commands, though. Mm -hmm. Right. So this feeling of joy is not a, it, it's not something is commanded to do. It, it becomes automatic as soon as you experience a favorable condition. Yeah. But the commandment of joy, joy. though, mm -hmm. the scripture speaks of that, too, mm -hmm. that as an action. And so it goes on to say that joy is action that can be engaged 
and regardless, can, let me say it again, that, that joy is action that can be engaged in regardless of how the person feels. Amen. All right. So there's a, com God commanded us to act out joy mm -hmm. regardless of your feelings. Mm -hmm. And we find this in James chapter one, where it says, count it all joy. Right. Right. right? That's, that's the commandment of it. Mm -hmm. It's saying, count it. It's it. Yeah. You, you, even though you're going through persecution and you're going through trials and tribulations, so you're not feeling well, but the Bible is commanding us to act out joy. Yeah. Number one, to do a, a mental calculation and interpret this, these bad feelings in a different kind of way and then act it out mm -hmm. because you know, in the end, this is going to make you better. Yeah. Right. Amen. And so it commands it as an mm -hmm. action as well. Amen. <laughs> and so we ought to understand this about about the meaning Amen. of joy. So why did the birth of Jesus Christ bring ultimate joy? Why did the birth of Jesus Christ bring this automatic feeling of joy? And then also this command um, to uh, act out and to think joyfully. Mm -hmm. And I want to give you some reasons for that. A couple of reasons. The first is because it reminds people of good news. Because it reminds people of good news. So the birth of Jesus Christ reminds us that there's good news. Yeah. Has it has anyone ever said to you, I got good news and bad news? Mm -hmm. Y'all, y'all heard that. I mean, maybe all of us at some point, at some point heard either heard it on a movie or something, or somebody actually said to you, okay, I got good news and bad news. You know, it, it could be when you was trying to buy a car, you was trying to negotiate and, um, and with getting the price down and getting your, your down payment low or whatever. And, and, and then the salesperson comes back. Well, I got, after they go talk to their boss and they say, well, I got good news and bad news. <laughs> we can give you this, but we can't give you that. I'm just giving you an example. So you can, to help you process the fact yeah. that you've been in situations where somebody brought you good news, and mm -hmm. yet they brought you bad news. And then sometime they'll say, which, wh what, what do you want to hear first? <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all tell me, tell me what y'all want to hear first. When, when you, when somebody coming to you with that, I got good news and bad news. What do you want to hear first? Type it in the chat, type yeah. in the chat, yeah. what you want to hear first. When you know there's good news and bad news, let us know what your thoughts. I know what I, I know what my answer is. That, it's the same as Sarah. Sarah said bad news. I want to get bad news first. That's what I hear. All right, Nicole. She said same thing. Team bad news. Okay, Brother Daryl said it don't matter. Why, Daryl? Because you're going to count it all joy, right? Is that what you're coming back with? <laughs> okay, Damien and or Laura says give it all at once. How you going to do that? You How you going to do that? How you going to do that? Yeah. I'm that. sure that was from Damien. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you guys for response. Good, but bad. Oh, okay. Good, but bad, or bad, but good. Okay, all right. Just, just, just say it all in one sentence, I guess. Okay, okay. But, oh. but statements. Okay, but statements. 
they're giving me explanations. Okay. That's what I was reading. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'm all about that. Just give me the bad news first, because I want the last thing. I want to feel good. The last thing that said, I want to feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am. Yeah. Let me figure that out. But yeah, thank you guys for that participating in yeah it. thanks for thanks for your comments on that <laughs> uh, look look what it says here in the in the text luke 2 8 through 10 um regarding this good news bad news scenario sort of um it says and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. So y'all see there, the angel showed up, and they were terrified. So they were in a in a in a bad state. They were fearful. They were like, you know, right. And then verse ten goes on to say, um, "But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news, and it will cause great joy for all people." Mm -hmm. All right. So here's the scenario. They, they, they went from being terrified to feeling joy yeah. because of good news, mm -hmm. right? And, and I think we've all have experienced that. We get some bad news, whatever it is, and then some good news happened. I, this, it just came to me just now. I remember when um, my father-in-law passed away mm -hmm. and the the dark cloud that was over the family, you know, during that time. And not long after that, I can't remember how long my wife probably does remember, but um, one, a new, a, a new grandbaby came um, in the family. Uh, that would be KJ. <laughs> no, no. Somebody came before that, didn't he? Cause your father died in 89. KJ was born in 90. Mm-hmm. I thought somewhere in before KJ was born. It was KJ. I think KJ was the next one. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, your point. Yeah, no, no, you might be right. Cause um when I thought about this, I was at the uh oh, I know what it was. Thank you. You mm -hmm. made you brought it clear to me. Mm -hmm. Um uh I was I had taken my car to the body shop and it was a beautiful sunny day so we were uh what what it was is that we got news that kj was coming that's what it was uh, that, that he was he we, you were pregnant oh okay yeah and it was but we were still right kind of in mm -hmm. the still mourning very heavily mm -hmm. you know during that time and then we got news that you were pregnant so mm -hmm. you, you're right mm -hmm. um it was our news of kj's mm -hmm imminent coming right mm -hmm. um but what it made me what it what it helped me do is to it helped me process this the bad time and it brought joy because of this good news that we, we're expecting yeah right and so and and in your life you've probably experienced something similar mm -hmm. where there is bad news and there's some tough things you have to deal with but the good news just kind of comes in and calms things down, gives you, helps you feel a little bit better, helps you feel better about life and what's happening in the future and all of that. And so the angels came and they said, and they terrified them, but then they say, don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. We got good news. Yeah. 
All right. Amen. And this good news is going to bring great joy to all people. Mm -hmm. Right. And so um, the second uh, thing that we want to say, why did the birth of Jesus Christ bring ultimate joy is because it reminds people that a savior and Lord is available. Mm -hmm. It reminds people that a savior and a Lord is available. <laughs> Luke 2, 11 in the story here, still it goes on and it says, today in the town, the angel said um, to uh, these shepherds, today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. Mm -hmm. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Yes. So, and this was great news because they life wasn't what they wanted it to be. That the circumstances wasn't what they wanted and that they know they needed to be delivered and they needed salvation. And the angels is coming and saying, salvation has been born today. Mm -hmm. The promised Amen. Messiah, the Lord. Mm -hmm is available. Amen. And think about that when you are in, you're in a distress, a uh, point of distress or at a point of distress, you know, you're, you're stranded on the side of the road on a dark highway. And, and then you see lights coming and it's a tow truck, you know, y'all, you know, you can imagine the, the feeling and then you, you out there scared and wondering yeah. what's going to happen. You by yourself. And then somebody shows up that can help you mm -hmm. can deliver you out of your circumstance. This is what the birth of Christ did. It signified to us, it ushered in, it ushered in, uh, our, us being saved. It, mm -hmm. it, it ushered in deliverance and salvation. Yeah. Right. And, and this is why, this is why the birth of Jesus Christ should overrule and override any of all of our experiences because it ushers us into, into the reality mm -hmm. that we can spend eternity with God where there is joy unspeakable forever. Yeah. That's what it did. So if, if we set our minds right, we can get through anything that could ever happen to us here, no matter how horrific it is. And we know there are some horrific things that happen down here. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I, I echo often with my, my family is this is not home. And I do this with the church. Mm -hmm. Understand this is not home. That's right. And implied in that is that we have a home and this is not it. And in the home we have, oh, what you're experiencing now ain't is not there. <laughs> you won't experience that there. That that the, the pain, you ain't gonna experience that there. The hurt, you're not gonna experience that there. The suffering, you won't experience it there. Disappointment. Disappointment, yeah. you're not gonna experience it there. The failure, mm -hmm. you're not gonna experience there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that ought to bring us joy. Man, man. That ought to bring us joy. Mm -hmm. Just even thinking about it. For eternity. Yes. Eternity. The time that we hear is so <clears throat> short. So short. But we're talking about experiencing that joy for an eternity. Yes. 
And and I know I know some people aren't very joyful around Christmas season for various reasons. It, it might be that it reminds you of a very bad uh, or painful or sad experience in your life. It it might be the time of the year that you you feel the most alone uh, because of you know your your for various reasons, but one thing could be because your financial situation doesn't allow you to participate in festivities like you would like to. And if you are one of those who around this time of year tend to get sad and unhappy and miserable, whatever, I, I want to encourage you um, this Christmas season. Yeah. Just like the angels provided good news to the terrified wise men by giving them the, the news that the Savior and Lord has been born, I want to tell you that Jesus Christ has come to the earth for the very reason to help you in whatever uh, has caused you hurt, pain or sorrow Amen. Christ came just for you to deal with that mm -hmm. he loves you more than you can imagine Amen. and he wants an active relationship with you at all times throughout the year mm -hmm. and throughout your life Christmas should remind us of this truth That's right. and bring joy to our hearts and spirit mm -hmm. Um, and so this reality raises a question we should consider. Amen. Uh, write this down on your outline. What can we do to fill our hearts with joy this Christmas season? What can we do to fill our hearts with joy this Christmas season? The first thing is we can follow the signs that point to Jesus Christ right now. Mm -hmm. Follow the signs that point to Jesus Christ right now. Yeah. Don't wait um, till Christmas day to follow the signs. And even when Christmas day is over, keep following the signs that point to Jesus Christ yeah. every day of the year. We need to follow the signs. Look what it says here in Matthew chapter two, verse one and two, and then nine and 10. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from Eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star as it arose, as it rose, and we have come to worship him. After this, interview, the wise men went their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. And it went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. Yeah. So you yeah. see here, these, these uh, wise men understood the meaning of the star. Mm -hmm. And it was a sign that pointed them to Jesus Christ and they followed it. And because they saw the sign, mm -hmm. they felt joy. All right. We were talking about 
um, how joy is a feeling and it's automatic. So we should, the same thing should happen to us. When we see something that points to Jesus Christ, it ought to automatically make us feel joy. Y'all see, you see what I'm saying? Just like when, you, if you, when you're hungry and then um, you come home and you smell fried chicken and <laughs> <laughs> collard greens. I mean, whatever your thing is. I'm just, yeah. I'm just talking about my thing, my, my thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I come through the door and I smell it. I, I smell it. I, I get joy right away. I don't, you don't have to, you don't have to make me smile. I, it, 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 it happens because I smell it. I, I, I sense it. I, oh yeah. Oh yes. When we see a sign, a signal, something that indicates or points to Jesus Christ, it ought to automatically give us a sense of joy. Yeah. Automatically y'all. Um, and so various things can do that. Various things could do that and follow the sign. Yeah. Follow the sign. Let it lead you. Mm -hmm. Let it lead the way you think. Let mm -hmm. it lead the, the, what you're, what you're meditating on. Let it lead your responses. When you see the sign, follow it. Amen. Because the goal is, it's pointing you to Christ. Mm -hmm. It's pointing you to Christ. Mm -hmm. You're going through a tough time on your job and it's, you know, you're having a hard and bad day and then you see the sign, whatever it might be at work, stop acting a fool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just, just quit, quit, cut it out. Change your your continence. Yeah. Just get out of that, that funk, you know, and wake up, you know, this, you want to get to Christ. You're trying to represent Christ. Yeah. And that's that's the whole purpose of it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's good to have your own signs. Yeah, I was just thinking that. You yeah. know, in, around you, in your, in your office, in your cube or wherever, yeah. wherever, in your car, hanging on your mirror, mm -hmm. you know, in your room. Post your own signs yeah. so that it'll keep pointing you to Christ so that you don't get to start thinking and moving away from him yeah. without signs that you have strategically put in place to guide you back. Amen. Amen. To, to where Christ is. I've told you guys about my signs at work. Almost everywhere you turn in my office at work, you will see some scripture somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's just on a little thing like that for just me to see, it's a reminder. Yeah. Yeah. And ne next time you go to in and out and after you finish eating your fries, <laughs> take that little, the little, the little holder, the fries are in and just flip it over. There's a scripture on the back. Yeah. You know, and so you can, you, you, when, when you, when, when you go in, you can eat the fries, but then when you come out, <laughs> come out getting pointed to Christ. And isn't it still on their soda? Yeah, I, mean, I think the, so. The, yeah. The, yeah. The <laughs> soda comes in. Yeah. yeah. In their bag, I too, think too. Yeah. Praise so, the Lord. Yeah. So follow the signs, everyone. Mm -hmm. Follow the signs. Mm -hmm. The second, the second um, thing we can do to fill our hearts with joy this Christmas season is be a sign. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> be a sign that points to Jesus Christ right now. Mm -hmm. Be a sign that points to Jesus Christ right mm -hmm. now. Look what it says here in Matthew 2, 2. We read this. Um, where is the new newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose. Mm -hmm. So be a star. 
<laughs> be a star that points to Jesus Amen. Christ. Amen. Let others see the Christ in you. Amen. Somebody else might need a sign to point them to Christ. Be that, that one, that voice, that smile, that expression of love, that understanding that it that uh that demonstration of grace yeah that whatever that points to christ be it amen amen bring bring light to dark places when things get crazy in a meeting be the peacemaker yeah bring the one who brings calm mm -hmm. be the star yeah that points to jesus christ amen. look what it says here in john 15 3 4 it says, you are already clean because of the world, because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Amen. And so here the scripture is telling us that we got to stay connected and in Christ in order to be fruitful. Mm -hmm. And so it's pointing us to that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and God's word has cleaned us so that we can do that. And uh, so we got to focus there. And then Colossians 3, 10 through 16 says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know, as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord gave, forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach, counsel each other. Teach and counsel each other with all wisdom, the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. These are all ways Man. we can be assigned, y'all. What I just read to you, mm -hmm. tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness. Y'all see the list. Mm -hmm. These are ways that you can be a sign that points to Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And then the third thing we can do to experience, uh, to have um, our hearts filled with joy this Christmas season is let others know you are a worshiper of Jesus Christ now. Let others know you are a worshiper of Jesus Christ now. Matthew 2, 2 says, we read it, we read it again. Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. So they said we saw the sign yeah. and the sign made them feel joy. And also the sign caused them to worship to worship. 
So when we see the sign, let's worship. Have a spirit of worship, Amen. of honoring God. Mm -hmm. That's what we ought to do. And so, and let others know that we're worshipers so that we can be a sign to them and that you've come to worship. I'm here because I worship. I live to worship Christ. The fourth thing we can do um, so that we can fill our hearts with joy this Christmas season is remind yourself there's joy in rejection when you stand up for Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I don't want to, I want y'all to know when you attempt to be a sign, when you are practice being a sign is not going to always go well. Everybody won't receive it as a sign. Okay. That don't mean you don't do it. It just means that you just need to be prepared. And the way you can do that is to remind yourself there's joy. Even if I get rejected, Right. For representing Christ and standing up for Jesus Christ. There's still joy in that. Right. Look what it says in Luke 6, 22 to 23. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject you and reject your name as evil because of the son of man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy hmm. because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their the how their ancestors treated the prophets. Mm. So y'all see that. So sometime when you stand up for Christ, mm. you're gonna be rejected Amen. and persecuted in some kind of way. Yeah. But the Bible is saying your your response, mm. your action ought to be to rejoice because you know there's reward in heaven Amen. because you stood up for Christ. You represented Christ mm -hmm. um, in this instance. Amen. And so we need to continue to do that. Um, and so um, I, I'm re remember, it caused me to remember uh, one year we went to a, uh, an uh, event celebration. I can't remember what the event was. My wife might remember, but we were over here, not far from where we are now in Donlin, right across right over here. We, uh, we were out there. Um, it was a harvest or something. Yeah. Fa oh, fall harvest. The fall fair harvest fair for the city. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so we went out there, we was, we just wanted to be a, a visual example of our church. And they told us that we couldn't talk about it there and hand out flyers and stuff. <laughs> so they prohibited that action. But so we was there, we had on our t-shirts and sweatshirts. And so people saw it. And even though we never, we didn't say anything to people because we was trying to adhere to their policies mm -hmm. um, and everything. Um, folks was coming up to us mm -hmm. and saying, you know, yeah. with how they appreciate it uh, and asking us about our church and how they appreciate us being there and different things. Mm -hmm. So they saw our sign and they reacted. Some of them reacted to it. And, and our shirts and our sweatshirts have scripture on the back and the scripture. as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Never thirst. Never John thirst. 4, 14. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so though the event, organizers was trying to make it a neutral religious place. Mm -hmm. uh, our presence made a difference. Yeah, that's right. And then the fifth thing you can do um, to 
fill your hearts with joy this Christmas season is to remind yourself that there's joy in heaven when someone receives Jesus Christ. Yeah. Remind yourself that there's joy in heaven when someone receives Jesus Christ. And Luke 15, 7 and 10, we talk about this every week about how the angels rejoice. And so it says here, Luke 15, 7 and verse 10, I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Verse 10, in the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of angel, the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And that's what we reference every week yeah. when we say somebody somewhere in the world, uh, we believe by faith has come to know Christ and we want to join the celebration with a hand praise. Mm -hmm. And that's the verse that speaks to it right there. Mm -hmm. So that's another way that you can um, get joy in your heart. Just that you would just remember that the, the heaven is rejoicing when somebody re receives Christ. Amen. And then lastly, um, the thing that we can do to experience or to fill our hearts with joy this Christmas season mm -hmm. is to obey Jesus's commandments now. Mm -hmm. Obey Jesus's commandments now. John 15, 9 and 12 says, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my father's commandments and remain in his love. I want to pause on that. We had read earlier about remaining or staying and abiding in him. Mm -hmm. So we see now how to do it. How do I remain in the love of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And Jesus says you do it by doing what I command you to do. Mm. That's how you know you're, that you're remaining in his love. You're not remaining in his love because you say you're remaining in his love. You're not remaining in his love because you want to remain in his love. The scripture is very clear here. We remain in his love by obeying his commands. Amen. Amen. That's how we remain in his love. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, this is not saying he doesn't love us. What it's saying is we're not experiencing the blessing of his love because we're doing our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we're disregarding what God says we ought to do and say and think. We're just going to do it our own way. And that doesn't bring us to remain in his love. Then we wonder why he feels distance from us. Right. So, you know, God does. I don't feel close to God anymore. Well, yeah, this, this might be a reason why. This might be a reason yeah. why. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so we need to um, be obedient in order to experience that love of God. Amen. And then look what verse 11 goes on to say. I, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. So y'all see here, our joy being filled and having overflowing joy in the Lord is tied to us remaining in him, which is tied to us obeying his commands. So Amen. we need to do what God, Jesus told us to do. Mm -hmm. And then we can remain and experience his joy. Mm -hmm. Verse 12 goes on to say, this is my commandment mm -hmm. 
love each other in the same way I have loved you. And so this is a commandment. This is also a way we, us loving each other is us remaining in his love, being obedient to him. And with that comes joy. And I, I would trust that you've experienced that fellowship, that relational joy with somebody. And hopefully you experience it here with Quench, that as we love each other, you experience the, the joy that comes with loving each other because we're fulfilling his commandment, we're remaining in him, and it overflows. I know I felt it as we have gathered together in fellowship, joy for just being in you guys' presence and us demonstrating love to one another. And so this is how we can give, fill our hearts with joy this Christmas season, regardless of what's going on in our lives. Amen. 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 You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, Transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Thank you for listening.